And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much, the legendary John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, what a what a guy! What a guy! I mean, Yippee. I'm just yes. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about him in a minute. But uh, first, want to welcome you. Thank you for coming by to spend another hour with us. We've got some more great indie music, a couple of new guests for you to meet and learn about. And we'll start that right now with a return engagement from a guest we had on some time ago from upstate New York, a couple who call themselves Cersei. And they've got a new one out that's, this is something a little bit different than what you're used to if you're used to Cersei if you're familiar with them at all, this thing is a rockin', bangin' anthem called Like a Drum. Oh, 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 I beat my troubles like a drum. Oh, oh, oh I beat my troubles like a drum. Oh, 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 I beat my troubles like a drum. Oh, 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 cause I will beat this like a drum.
like a drum. That's Cersei from upstate New York, Melanie Kramer, Richard Labuti. And I think that uh, we're going to have to get them back on the show. It's been too long since they were on the show. And I just realized, you know what I just realized, John Bon Jovi? What, what did you just realize there, I Mr. David Bowers? I just realized that we never asked them where they came up with that name from, S-I-R-S-Y, Cersei. I could see, you know, maybe if uh, we're referring to him as Sir, but then that would leave her as S-Y. I don't know, is that the last half of the word, Sissy, or that, what? Or maybe they're Spanish as a Cersei. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, well, fortunately, see, that's I what you got me here for, is to have all these thoughts. Yeah, I would have uh, I would have probably been very upset with myself if I had thought of that. But anyway, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, ready to roll through another The David Bowers Award. And we've got, um, oh, we've got all kinds of fun here today on the show where every show is an award show, which makes each of our guests automatic award winners. And we want to thank Titty Bingo, our house band, for our theme music. And uh, remind you to be sure and check them out online at tittybingo.com. Got some great rock and roll. I know you're going to enjoy it. And uh, they are a great bunch. They back up some great artists, too. So they they keep busy not only on their own, but working with some of the other celebrities like, uh, well, Willie, for one. And uh, remember, you, our, you and our guests help us pick the awards. So if you have knowledge of someone that uh, or some group that has done something really good or really dumb and uh, relating to music of course why drop us a line at david at the davidbowers.com tell us about it and uh, who knows we may use that as a the david bowers award right here on the show and the uh, address again is david at the davidbowers.com put award in the subject line right now, in the interest of transparency, I'm going to read a list of all the billionaires who contribute to supporting this show. Okay, I'm ready. Thank you for that. There you go. That's the, the list of all the billionaires. accurate list. Absolutely. We, uh, we want to be totally transparent here. And we also want to shout out to some of our friends. Uh, so, uh, Pay attention here. You might want to take notes. Mary Perry up in Rochester, accredited disability representative who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. And uh, she's the only one I know that is underwriting this show, and she is not a billionaire. So uh, there you go. Also, we want to salute a past guest, Richie Lambert and his band Ambulance. They were on the show September 15th, and uh, also a bunch of people that they ran into at JFK on Sunday uh, the 29th of September. That can't be. Yes, that was right. Sunday the 29th, Richie Lambert and his band were in JFK in New York City, and uh, they were listening to the David Bowers Awards while they waited for their plane, and uh, apparently... Uh, so were a few other people who gathered around them and also listened to the show. So we had a uh, command performance at JFK in New York City, John Bon Jovial. Yeah, how about that? I think that is really pretty cool. Really? Uh, Richie told me that the band loves the show and that Dan from the band, Dan the man from the band, there's never mind. Uh, he was sitting with his now fiance, uh, Abby, and that was the... Uh, that was the gentleman who was 
going to propose to his now fiance when they were over here in the States. They're getting ready or were getting ready to go back at the time. Anyway, they were listening at JFK and a bunch of American travelers were sitting around listening with them going, wow, is that you guys? So uh, Dan says it was a definite out-of-body experience. So we thank you, Dan, and uh, Richie, and all the band, and, of course, all the listeners there at JFK. Our first The David Bowers Award for the week uh, comes under the headline, New Alexa Features That Make Your Home Simpler, Smarter, and Safer. We found this tidbit of information that will make transition listening much easier for everyone who uses Alexa. Because soon, Alexa will sync with your favorite podcast and on-demand audio apps. So if you've started a podcast using the Spotify, SiriusXM, or iHeartRadio app on your phone, you'll be able to pick up where you left off on your Alexa devices when you get home. And they're also adding the ability to navigate podcasts by time frame and topic to make it even easier to get you the content that you want. And one uh, one footnote here we want to toss in also, Michael Stover of MTS Management, who also has uh, he's uh, provided guests for us in the past and today as well. And Michael and uh, Amanda Judge Stover. Callie and Joshua, we want to congratulate the family on the upcoming addition to their family. They will be joined by one more Stover in the not-too-far-distant future, and I'm sure we'll get a a bulletin and be able to let you know about that. But congratulations, Michael Stover and family, on the impending addition to your family. We're about ready to get into our music now, and... uh, John Bon Jovial. Before we do, how are things in uh, Bon Jovial land? Well, you know, it, it's it's uh, fall now here in Florida, and we oh, I thought tell, you said yeah, fell. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, I've done that too, but the uh, the seasons are changing. You can always tell we're getting into the autumn of the year because the the colors are just starting, barely starting to change on the license plates now. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a good barometer when the season changes and it starts turning cold the license plates turn to different colors yes, and no longer just do. the florida yes, plates yes <laughs> that's that was very clever uh i uh, think we should move right along I into we should. music by our first guest and uh, her she goes by the name of Ashley Pocket, lovely, talented young lady. I know you're going to want to listen to her when she comes in to talk right after we listen to her current hit called Medicine. <laughs> Feels like no one's there And I can't 
Medicine, the new release from Ashley Puck, and Ashley is here to chat with us. Ashley, how are you? Hi, good. How are you guys doing? Doing real great and happy to have you here with us to talk today. Uh, You've got a great track there. I love the track. I understand you have an entire album uh, coming out very shortly. I do very soon. Uh, the, The goal is still to get the album released by the end of the year. So I'm very excited, worked very hard on this uh, for quite some time. Uh, there's, I think, a track on there for everybody. There's 13 songs on the album, so I'm really excited to see um, some feedback once I get it out there. Well, let's get the uh, let's get the promotion out there. What's the title of the album? So the album title is Never Say Never. Um, that one actually came from a song that is actually on the album. Um, it was one that I kind of was drawn toward as soon as I heard the song. And it has a little bit of a double meaning also. Um, you know, it's I've been working towards a career in music all my life. And at this point, um, you know, it kind of just took meeting the right people at the right time. And it really was that feeling saying, I think now's that time to take the chance, never say never. So it was kind of cool um, that I had a song like that. And it was, it was really easy to come up with the title on that one. Um, so I'm really excited about it. I bet you are. We're excited, too. After hearing Medicine, we definitely want to hear the rest of the album. But I'm glad you touched on the fact that this is your debut album and that, uh, as a result, of course, that's part of the excitement of it for you. Now, I I have a sneaky suspicion. You know, I'm not an expert in the field of of entertainers and careers or anything, but I, I just have this feeling 
that you didn't wake up one morning uh, within the last year or so and decide you wanted to become an entertainer, a singer. Uh, it's This is your debut album. You must have been working on this career prior to coming up with this album. Oh, absolutely. I've been singing, uh, I think I sing my first song around age five. <laughs> so um, this has been something that I just always knew I was going to do. It didn't really, there wasn't much thought into it. It's just, I knew that music was going to be what my heart wanted to follow. And, uh, you know, I've done a lot of different things throughout the years, um, trying to get into different shows. I learned to play guitar at 16, which really helped with the songwriting. And, uh, I mean, it's just been slowly moving toward it one step at a time. And you are, you're based in what is uh, lovingly referred to as Nashville of the North. Uh, so I, I am guessing that uh, the idea of uh, a country entertainer is uh, not as strange in the Pittsburgh area as uh, people might think. No, not at all. Um, Pittsburgh uh, offers a wide variety of music, and I think that's one thing that I like to say helped shape the artists that I have become, being able to, you know, listen to a lot of different styles. Pittsburgh's a very diverse area with music, but uh, there's a ton of country music around here, so it doesn't come as a surprise at all to anyone. Beautiful. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there rather quietly. I know you must have something on your mind. Well, I'm sitting here in rapt fascination listening to the conversation, and uh, I'm not really being facetious. I, I've been enjoying this. Ashley, uh, Dave actually touched on a little bit of what I was going to ask you uh, as far as you didn't wake up one morning and decide that you wanted to be a rock and roll star. Uh, but but I, what I wanted to what I wanted to know is during the course of the travels that you have taken to get to where you are today, uh, who are some of the people that have influenced your style and your evolution as a musician, and and where do you think you want to take that road, and what do you want to end up being? Um, well, uh, that's a good question. There are so many different artists out there. Um, that have really shaped who I've become, and so many that still are. You know, it's um, way back, you know, some of my favorites are Carol King, um, Leanne Rimes, Miranda Lambert, um, Joe Nichols even, just so many good artists that, you know, had to work for their fame, and they're really good at it, and they never gave up at anything. And, you know, it's that style, too, that I gravitate at the, the more traditional sounding country, um, maybe not so much of the the pop side of country that's been very popular. So it's kind of interesting for me, you know, taking all these influences and coming up with my own sound during the, the studio session, you know, so I can actually try to appeal to both audiences. So I think, I think we achieved that very well. Um, I, I still have a, a root and you can hear the, the bluesy, old-time country sound, but you can also hear some of the modernizations that we did with it as well. Well, in listening to your music, you know, yes, that, that does come through. Uh, my own personal preference is, you know, in country music, because I jocked country for years uh, on the radio. I was uh, WQYK in Tampa and WSUN, and I was out in California for a while. But um, 
to me, country music is just is great music. You know, the thicker the syrup, the harder it is to cut with a knife. That's my kind of country music. I just absolutely love listening to George, <laughs> to George and Tammy, and you know some of the, uh, the the old Willie Nelson stuff. I'm of course anything that Willie touches is gold anyway. But uh, yeah, <laughs> and I am so happy to know that this is a uh, a path that you're following because I think it's a it's an art that is underrated with today's pop country musicians and uh, deserves better treatment. I agree. I mean, I, I listen to music, too. Not only am I an artist, I mean, I'm a huge listener, too. If I'm not singing, I'm listening to something. And, you know, I listen to a wide variety of, of music, everything from, obviously, country, pop, even some Latin, depending on the mood. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's cool to have, but when it comes down to you know, who I am as an artist, it's very cut and dry for me. I just, I, I like to keep it traditional. Well, the never giving up seems to be a theme that uh, is uh, pervasive in your life and career. I know you uh, you made the statement uh, that you had never given up on where you wanted to be in the music industry, although life sometimes pulls you in a few different directions at the same time. It's obvious that you've uh, you've definitely stayed focused. Who are I, I know that uh, in the recording of the album Never Say Never, uh, you worked with a veteran producer, Brian Cole. Who else? Uh, worked with you on the album? Uh, so many um, great people I had the chance of working with. Um, aside from Brian Cole, um, Doug Casper was the lead engineer. Um, he's just amazing at what he does and um, made me sound good. <laughs> um, we had Adam Ernst. He's a new up-and-coming artist. He did, you know, just about everything, um, you know, plus or minus a few things as far as the instruments go. Um, and then we had a few artists uh, from Nashville, you know, filling in what maybe Adam didn't do just to, you know, get a little bit different vibes thrown in. Um, but I, I owe a lot of my thanks to Adam for the instruments because, again, he did just about everything. But um, without and without those guys, <laughs> let's uh, let's also get a uh, get a uh, mention in for Tonic Studios, which is where you uh, put this whole package together. Uh, that's that's a Pittsburgh studio. Yes, uh, it, it is. It's actually right near my hometown in Northampton, not too far. It's in McKeesport. Um, it's a beautiful studio, um, very modern, up to date. Just um, good vibes. The people, okay, good vibes. Uh, I would I'd record there every time if I had the opportunity. One that I, I wasn't familiar with, but I, I wanted to get the name out there because, uh, well, we believe in giving everybody their credits. Now, uh, you have gotten to this point where I, I'm, I'm guessing that the album is pretty much finished as far as your uh, recording is concerned of it? Uh, it is, yes. Okay, so you have that coming out hopefully before the end of the year, and we are very much looking forward to that. What is on the calendar after that? Are you obviously you're going to continue, but are, are you going on the road, or uh, what do you what do you have planned after the album is released? I would like to start doing a tour after the album is released. Uh, you know, really start building a fan base. You know, a little bit more rapidly than I am right now um, once I actually give people something to listen to and gravitate toward. Um, I'm really not sure how I want to set that up just yet, but I've been putting a lot of thought into, 
you know, how I want to kind of arrange everything um, toward the end of the year and as the new year progresses. But I definitely want to start. Yes. (laughs) No, no, no. I I want you to finish. I didn't want to interrupt you. But toward that end, I know that uh, like most of us, uh, you need to make a living, too. So you do, in fact, have a day job. How are they? uh, How is your uh, your employer uh, feel about your career and the possible expansion of it? So uh, that's actually a really good question. Um, I I think in the beginning when they saw how serious I was about doing something with music, I think it shook things up a little bit. Um, But, you know, after they realized that I'm anything I do, I'm I'm dedicated to. And, um, you know, at the time I can be dedicated to two different things. You know, one happens to be a job and one happens to be a passion. So, um, you know, I, I do put 110% into everything that I try. So they've been very supportive with it. Um, they, you know, we talk about it all the time and they're behind me. So it's, it's actually really cool to have that. Awesome. Now, uh, before we run out of time, in the interest of helping you uh, expand your career and move forward, be sure and tell everyone now, if you would, please, where they can find you online and how they can get your new album. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to like my Facebook page, I am on Facebook way too much. <laughs> so um, your first <laughs> updates are always going to be on Facebook. Um, so like my page there um, and follow along. I do have an Instagram, but it's not the most up-to-date. Um, Facebook's where you want to be. Or check me out on my website, Ashley Puckett, TTs. Don't forget the TTs. <laughs> AshleyPuckett.com. And uh, my music, you can find anywhere you listen. So Pandora, Spotify. Apple Music, iTunes, uh, YouTube, wherever you listen, uh, I'll be there. So check out Medicine, that's the debut single, and uh, add it to your playlist. Download the song, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Awesome. Thank you so much. And we want you to know that you have now won the honor of being a part of the family of the David Bowers Awards. Once you're on the show, you are part of the family and uh, you have been awarded that. And we want you to know that we're always here for you. Uh, You're welcome to come back. We have a a Facebook page. Actually, we uh, do spend too much time on Facebook as you. Uh, But I have a (laughs) Facebook page, the David Bowers Awards, which is up there for artists to post their music news, uh, their new releases, touring, play dates, uh, rumors, whatever you want to share with the public. That's a good place to add to your uh, press release list because we will make sure it gets out from there. And you make sure, please, that you stay in touch with us because we like to follow the careers of our uh, our guests. And we look forward to having you back again in the future. Well, I look forward to that, too. And thank you so much for uh, having me. It was a pleasure. Um, I enjoyed talking with you both. And uh, I'll definitely head over to Facebook. And uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch. And we'll look for you there, too. Ashley Puckett, thank you so much for spending some time with us, sharing a little bit of your story and your music from your new album, Never Say Never. Here's a track called Live Like You Love. Dragonfly in the storm You were the one Who could walk between the raindrops And bring me home Safely in your 
you go. Ashley Puckett, live like you, or, yeah, live like you love. I almost misread the title card there. John Bon Jovial, I think we're going to be hearing more of Ashley Puckett. What say you? I tell you what, this is one very talented young lady. I think she's going to go places. I like her music. Now, I know I say that about everybody because I don't want to be mean to people. And, uh, in, in, but sometimes, you know, I mean it more than others. And this is one of those times she's really good. And I think that she has a future ahead of her. She's, uh, you know, she's young, she's ambitious. the fact that she's pretty darn good looking doesn't hurt her at all. But you put that aside, she's got raw talent and that really makes a big difference. Yeah, and you brought out a uh, you brought out a point that I've been uh, meaning to mention on the show, uh, and that is the fact that uh, you know you always you almost always like the guests to varying degrees, and I've had uh, I've had some guests or some uh, listeners rather write in and ask, uh, you know, how do you know are, are we just putting people on? We can't possibly like every artist there is, and the answer to that is no. Uh, there are a lot of artists out there that uh, either John Bon Jovi or myself don't particularly care for, but you have to take one thing into consideration, too. We audition every act that comes on the show, so it's unlikely that we're going to pick somebody that we don't like. You know, if uh, you know if you're an artist and you just don't have the talent chances are good you're not going to get on a lot of shows so uh, it's like years ago when i was a a sales manager at a couple of different radio stations and i'd go to a prospect and i'd say you know yeah we're uh you know w whatever or k whatever and you know we got this great station we'd like you to advertise oh well i don't like your music i don't like your format and a couple of times i would say to them yeah well you know to be honest with you i think it sucks too but mostly (laughs) most of the people don't they really like it and they listen. So what do you want to do? You want to cut your nose off to spite mm. your face because you're mad at your nose? You know, no, <laughs> you, you would not do that. So that's why we do objectively look at every single artist that we bring on the show. And we review what they do and what they have to say for themselves, kind of like a, an interview before the interview. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and uh, we've had some people that are just, you know, there's no nice way to say it. They're just not that good. Right. And, and, and you know, in all fairness we, we, to those, in all fairness to those artists, we don't want to put someone on here that's going to embarrass themselves. That's going to serve no purpose at all. It's not going to serve us the, any purpose, and it's certainly not going to serve the guest any purpose because we really do want them to succeed. Even if they don't have any talent at the moment, maybe they're still in the stages of developing it, and we don't want them to get a raw deal, certainly not from us. And I think that probably the um, the one thing that I hear the most from uh, emerging talent that just hasn't quite made that leap yet is the voice work. And that you can have a beautiful voice and a powerful voice, but you have to know how to use it. And there are artists that have not gone through that yet. And while it's awkward, I have actually told a couple of artists that uh, you have the talent, you have the basic, uh, the basics that you need. You need to get some voice training because I think that is probably the one thing that I have heard the most of 
in uh, raw talent, in the, the untested talent. They haven't developed that control of their voice yet, and, and that's it, very important. You know, it, it's a maturation process as well. Yes, yes it is. And speaking of maturing, we're not getting any younger either, so I suggest we <laughs> move right along with our next guest who was here several months ago, earlier this year, and uh, introduced his new record. We're going to be playing that, but first we're going to play the previous hit by our next guest. His name is Matt Weston. Here is our Redneck of the Woods. Our state flower is a satellite dish. If we ain't hunting, we're cleaning fish. Shotgun hanging in the back of my truck Son, it ain't in that rightful looks It's cotton candy, red, white, and blue Help folks when we should Yeah, man, that's how we roll in our redneck woods If you think we're drunk or crazy Well, son, you
And there you have it, our redneck of the woods. Matt Weston has appeared in Billboard magazine, New Music Weekly, many other publications too, as uh, as well as having performed on ABC and Fox TV. He's an IMEA award winner, multiple award nominee. I could go on and on, but it, you're here to listen to Matt. Come on in, Matt. They want to hear what you have to say. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for having me. It's really good to be here. Glad to have you back again, and uh, it's always enjoyable talking yeah. to you. And uh, you've got you've got uh, a couple of great tunes uh, that we're playing today. I'm not that your other music isn't, but uh, I, I love the concept of our redneck of the woods. That's a great line. And your new one, uh, I think your new one promises to be a crossover and uh, and hit some uh, some areas other than country music. Hey, bro is a, is a bit of a rocker there. But uh, wanted to ask you a couple of questions. I know when you were on here the last time, uh, we discussed the fact that you are going to be uh, depicting Johnny Cash in an upcoming movie. Tell us a little about that. <clears throat> yeah, that's, um, that's something I'm really excited about. It actually kind of fell into my lap. Uh, you know, I've been dabbling in acting for years and, uh, last year I, I got a phone call from a friend I hadn't heard from in a long time. Um, a girl that I had met through, you know, the acting and she said, I'm in this film and the producers just announced that they're casting somebody to play Johnny Cash. So I, I suggested you and I was like, yeah, absolutely. So the producers called me and I just so happened to have a recording of me singing Folsom prison blues. Oh, and wow. so I sent that over. Yeah, I, I sent that over and it was really no time at all. They called me back and said, you're the guy we want. I was, it was unanimous and I was the only one they even auditioned. So it really just kind of fell into my lap. Uh, it was like it was meant to be. And wow. I couldn't be more excited about it because Johnny Cash, my goodness, if I yeah. could, <laughs> if I could be anybody in a film, um, I think Johnny would probably be the guy. So Absolutely. pretty sweet. What, what's the name of the film? Do we know yet? Yeah, it's called 116 McDougal, which is the address of the Gaslight Cafe that's uh, in Greenwich. Well, it was in Greenwich Village right. in the late 50s, early 60s. And uh, Johnny Cash would perform there periodically when he would be in town. He'd just kind of pop in and, and play. But it was, a, it was a hub for the counterculture. It was the beginning of the counter, counterculture movement. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, Bob Dylan and all the, uh, folk musicians and beat writers. Um, and really it's a story about how the owner of that place and the artists who he protected from the police and the mafia and the government mm. and the FBI, um, how they changed music history and American history. It's an awesome film and I'm just honored to be a part of it. Yeah. Portraying Johnny Cash of all people. Really, I envy you that. Do you, do you have an idea when the film might be coming out? Uh, we haven't sh uh, shot the film yet. We we finished the soundtrack. I have two songs on the soundtrack, and I heard the entire soundtrack. It is world-class. It was oh. actually uh, recorded and mixed by a Grammy Award, multiple Grammy Award-winning uh, engineer, um, Jimmy Hoyson. Mm -hmm. uh, right here in Pittsburgh, uh, oh, wow. it was recorded. And yeah, unbelievable. Uh, but the film we're, we're, we're planning to shoot, I think early next year. And uh, once it's done, we're going to, I think they're going to film in about 60 days total mm -hmm. and then try to have it released in about three to four months after that. So when it happens, it's going to happen quick. 
Let us know if you would, please. I definitely want to hear the soundtrack, and I'll definitely want to see the movie, of course. So if if you would, yeah. let us know when uh, when it'll be coming out, and uh, when we can get a hold of the uh, the soundtrack. And I, I think it's I think it's funny also that uh, you don't think of Pittsburgh. You know, most people don't think of Pittsburgh uh, connecting real big time to country music. Although I understand that uh, mm-hmm. they have established something of a reputation in Nashville North, but today. We not only yeah. have two artists from MTS uh, Records, MTS uh, Management, but also mm-hmm. two artists based in the Pittsburgh area. Ashley Puckett was on the show today mm-hmm. too, and and now you, Matt. We're uh, we're really saluting the uh, the city of Pittsburgh today. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's an honor to be here. Pittsburgh is a great city, and you know what? It's um, it's a blue collar town. It's a tough town, so country music fits right in. It really does. Well, I, I know I was uh, I was surprised to find out that another great guy uh, is uh, from another from your uh, sister city, really on the other side of the state. Joe Bonzel of the Oaks is from South Philly, and uh, they, that kind of blew me away too because you don't think of Philadelphia uh, connected to country music big time either. But uh, it just proves you don't have to be from the country to be country. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there kind of quiet. I know you want to jump in here with something. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm actually, Matt, I'm I'm just so excited about this opportunity for you to be playing Johnny Cash. Uh, mm-hmm. And Johnny was always one of my musical heroes, you know, there are, I ha- of which I have many, but, you know, the man was such <clears throat> a versatile talent. And uh, mm-hmm. in many respects, he was underrated. And I guess mm-hmm. as as the um, you know since you're going to be doing this, you've obviously had time to really explore the subject matter. And in what way, shape, or form are you approaching this to try to emulate what the Man in Black actually did? Well, my job is actually pretty easy with this one. Um, <laughs> I play an iconic role, but it's a smaller role in the film. It's not one of the main characters. Uh, Johnny Cash, I mean, really, I just have to try and capture his uh, his energy on stage in a live performance setting, which is difficult in itself. So it's not going to be like Walk the Line. This isn't a Johnny Cash biography right. by any means. Um, but it's it's an iconic part in, I think, a very important film. And all the all the stories being told in this film are straight from the mouth of the people that are still alive that were there. Um, so this is all music in American history that's never been heard. Um, and I just get to play a small piece of that. But like I said, again, it's an iconic role, even though it's small. So I don't have to do a ton of work, you know, trying to portray uh, him as, as a man and his, you know, ups and downs and everything that happened in his life. Um, I just have to sing a few songs and look pretty, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell yeah. you, I haven't met you, so I can't comment on how pretty you might be. But uh, I, I have heard your music, and I think you've got—I think you've got a pretty good chance of handling that part of it. Talking about the ups and downs and things that happen to people and twists and turns in their life, you—you've uh, had a couple yourself. Now, you didn't start yeah. out as a country music singer; you were in engineering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was an engineer. I worked as an engineer for about six years for the, uh, it was a government contractor did, uh, stuff for the Navy, the nuclear subs and aircraft carriers. Um, but sounds cool, right? 
No, yeah, I worked absolutely. in a cubicle and did paperwork. I, I lived <laughs> in a cubicle and did paperwork. It was miserable. It just really didn't satisfy where my heart was, you know, the creative side of, of my brain. So, um, yeah, I lost my job broke, and I never looked back. What was the straw that broke I lost my job. Back? Oh, you lost the oh, job? Man. Yeah, that, yeah that I lost the job. Yeah. Apparently, you're not allowed to have something. a personality. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to have a personality at this company I worked for, unfortunately. Oh, well. But you know what? It was a blessing in disguise because now I'm much happier. I'm not, I don't have as much um, steady income, I would say, but uh, I'm much happier. And I feel like I'm finally doing what I'm supposed to do. So that's what's important to me. I can understand that. And uh, I, I went down that uh, that personality road myself, even though I was in radio. Uh, they They had these constraints on your personality. They had their limits. And uh, yes, I was... I was young and wild and crazy, and uh, I was more interested in expressing myself than I was keeping a job, and my early record proved that. <laughs> I, I, think I, had, That's great. I think I had about four or five different jobs in the first year or two I was in the business, but, uh, well, that might be an exaggeration, but it seemed like that. I, I, can, uh, I can readily identify with uh, where you're coming from there. What's on the table? What do you got coming up after this uh, movie role, obviously you're going to be tied up a little bit next year, but what do you got planned? Mm -hmm. uh, well, something that's happening right now. Um, I just wrote a song with uh, Joey Scott in Nashville and my producer, Brian Cole. Um, Joey is an amazing writer. She has a couple number one hits under her belt from back in, you know, over the last few decades. And mm -hmm. I think an Emmy nomination as well. She, and just a wonderful person, wonderful writer. Um, we wrote a song, um, about the thin blue line, the police, uh -huh. um, and you know, first responder type thing, um, right. an anthem for them because I think they really need it and deserve it. Especially nowadays, it's not easy to be in law enforcement. So, True. and I have a lot of friends who, who are in law enforcement, uh, whether retired or, um, different, you know, different aspects of law enforcement. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to tribute to them. And I think we came up with something that's going to be special very special. So we're working on that right now, probably going to be recording that within the next couple of months. And I'm really looking forward to that release. Um, that could be a game changer for me. I'm hoping it is. Um, but in the end it's, it's for a good cause. So, uh, yeah, just stay tuned. There's, there's a lot of good stuff coming up. Absolutely. And I hope you stay tuned and keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on. And we'd love to get those releases when they come out and, uh, and share them with the listeners as well. Uh, so I, I, as I said, I do hope you stay in touch. We love to follow our guests and watch what they're doing in their career and where it's going. And I, I've got this feeling that we're going to be hearing uh, considerable more from you. I, I get this feeling that you not only have an idea of where you're going, but, uh, you have an idea of what's important and meaningful. You, mm -hmm. you just seem to have that uh, that feeling in you. Before we let you go, tell the people how they can find you online. Oh, it's super easy. Oh, man. You ever hear of Google? It's, it's yeah, I've heard that somewhere. All, <laughs> yeah, but I'm on all the social media platforms, you know, uh, Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. It's uh, just Look up Matt Weston, like uh, the hotel, W-E-S-T-I-N, right. Matt Weston. And uh, you can find my music everywhere on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. 
Um, I know it's on touch, not touch tunes, AMI jukeboxes right now and soon to be touch tunes as well. So basically I'm everywhere. So it's easy. Just look me up and uh, you'll find me. Awesome. Again, Matt, thank you so much for coming in and sitting and talking with us a little bit today, sharing your story and your music. And we do look forward to having you back again. Best to you, my friend. Likewise, brother. Thank you so much. And I hope to talk to you soon. You got it. Hey, bro, here's Matt Weston. Just a couple of rowdy renegades When we blew it up, tore it down Like Jesse James had come back around Getting caught, getting high I took your blame and you took mine Saying, hey bro, I got your back Dare anybody to go jacking with that No, hey bro, I know you got mine Yeah, some things run thicker than a bloodline Got you covered, my brother, from another There you go. Matt 
Weston's the guy's name. Hey, bro, is the song, and I predict uh, that's going to be a uh, that's going to be a barroom blast right there. That's going to be that's going to be one of those jukebox things that uh, people play and sing uh, while they're out partying on Friday and Saturday nights. That's uh, that's my my call on that song. Hey, bro, by Matt Weston. We want to thank Matt. We want to thank both of our guests, Matt and, of course, Ashley Puckett, for joining us here today and uh, helping us celebrate indie music and indie artists. Thank you very much. Thank you also to uh, Michael Stover of MTS Records and Management for providing our talent today. We appreciate you, Matt, and also... uh, and and also Michael, get the names confused here, but uh, Michael, uh, congratulations again on the upcoming addition to your family. Ladies and gentlemen, that just about wraps it up for us this week. John Bon Jovial, I think it's time for you to take us home. Well, you know, I couldn't agree more. Uh, the David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in beautiful Naples, Florida. And also, don't forget the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Amazon, Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud and MixCloud. And now, this is something kind of cool. You can also find us on the TuneIn Radio app and PodCoin, which is a gig that actually pays you to listen to podcasts just like the David Bowers Awards. Be sure to follow the uh, Blog Talk Radio page by clicking on the link and like the David Bowers on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Facebook to keep up with the show and all the indie music news that is going on around the world. You're going to find it first right here on the David Bowers Awards. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZFM. That's 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York, Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, I am yours truly, uh, the legendary John Bon Jovial, thanking you for being with us, and we will see you here next week, same time, same station, right here on the David Bowers Awards. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.